Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It is your friend Adam here. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to myself. Yes, yes I know. I do it all the time, and sometimes I really get me, and other times I feel like I have to have a long, hard conversation about where this relationship with myself is going. Maybe I'll do that after I'm done recording this. I don't know. Anyway, today's topic, media versus attention. Uh, something, uh, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but I just kind of want to go through th- uh, a few things that I've been noticing in uh, different mediums like uh, movies, YouTube, uh, you know, your different TV shows that you might see on Netflix, Hulu, or even just general cable access stuff. So, for instance, have you ever pulled up a video on your phone and tried to show it to somebody in the room, maybe like a friend or a coworker? And has anybody ever had the gall to tap your screen? to see how long the video was. Ugh, like, I can't tell you how much it annoys me, first of all. Like, don't touch my screen first. I'm showing you something. I'm trying to share something with you. If you really can't pay that much attention, then leave. Just walk away. Right? I know you're trying to be courteous and you think it's polite, but don't tap my phone. Like, anything that you think you're already doing, or being like, oh, I'm just going to stand here and do this guy a favor and watch this video because he asked me. Like, any favor you think you're doing me immediately gets thrown out the window if you start putting your grubby fingers on my screen to see how long the video is. It's rude. And just be patient, man. Like, I'm not going to stand there with a 45-minute video on my phone when you got shit to do. Relax, all right? Anyway, has anybody ever done that to you? Like, doesn't that just... Isn't that weird? Have you done that? Have you ever done that to somebody? Just walk up and you just tap their screen? Like, after like, oh, man, hey, check this out. And you're like, yeah, cool. And it plays for more than 30 seconds, and you're like, ugh. And you tap it just to see how much longer you have to stand there? I mean, it happens... I'm sure it's happened to you, or at least you've seen it happen. Or how many times, even in your own life, maybe you're sitting at your computer screen and you're watching a video, maybe one of your favorite subscriptions comes out on YouTube or something, and you mouse over the uh, over the timestamps to see how much longer you got to watch it. Um, again, it might not always be because you're impatient, but maybe you're just curious, or maybe see how much content you get to have today. I'm not saying it's always a factor of, um, of uh, you know, being like, oh, how much attention do I have to pay? But again, like... Just watch it for what it is. You clicked on it. You probably saw it before. Just why do why do we do that? Why is it that we are always checking to see when when the next thing's going to happen or when it's going to be over so I can move on to the next thing? For instance, I remember when vines were really big and they were like what five or five to seven second videos and they were huge and all of a sudden it died. Right? People were like, ah, we need more. It's not enough. It's not enough. Right? And then you see. Um, the resurgence of TikTok, where again, it's, it's essentially like channel surfing until you find something on that you like, because it all seems relatively random. And then the nice thing is, you find something that you like, and you only have to look at it for 10 seconds. Bing, bada, boom. You know, like it's very minimal work to at least get it on the platform. Now, to some people's credit, I'm not saying that some stuff isn't funny. I personally don't have the app, but uh, yesterday I was with a friend who was showing me a guy who does a really pro, uh, pro reenactment of. Uh, Jim Carrey uh, in Liar Liar when he's doing that scene where he tells the guy that he stuffed the girl like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> what a what a good movie that is, by the way. Liar Liar. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. And if you have seen it, go watch it. Anyway, so I'm not saying that there isn't merit to that. So I'm not trying to bash TikTok. It's not particularly my taste to have. I think it's a kind of a funny enough when you're sur- you spend more time just like when you're when you're surfing through your 
your cable channels to find something on. It's just like that. You're spending more time, or hell, even on a Netflix menu, you're spending more time trying to find something that grabs your attention than you are actually watching anything that you're actually, you know, looking to consume. It's crazy. TikTok's the same. You probably spend more time flipping through what you're trying, like something that's interesting, until you actually find something. Oh, that was my phone. My phone uh, just went off and made a little knock-knock noise. My apologies. Very unprofessional. Apparently, uh, I have a new credit monitoring alert, so let's just see what that is in a little while. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so kind of changing the subject, not, not exactly a subject, but kind of an approach to this is let's think beyond something like TikTok, let's think like movies and TV. I mean, how many times do you see like hard cuts and camera angle changes in movies and TV back and forth, like fight scenes? Uh, there's one really in particular that like I always compare it to. I never remember the character's name, but when um, John McClane and Die Hard is fighting like this really big brute, he eventually like kind of wraps a chain around his neck and kind of strings him up. Um, but the majority of that fight, I actually maybe even the whole fight, is all just like one side-scrolling battle. Like the camera doesn't change; they're on the screen together the whole time. No hard cuts, they're just fighting each other. And I remember there's times where John McClane jumps on the dude's back and he's like trying to punch him in the back of the head a bunch, just calling him a bunch of swear words. And it's such a good scene because it feels so immersive that like you're there the whole time. You see everything that's happening. Um, and I remember because, you know, I didn't watch Die Hard when it was released. I watched it far later because I'm a younger dude and, you know, it wasn't into it at the time. But I, I remember being like, man, why are movies like this? It's like it's in there, man. Like, you're, it's so gritty, and he's just in there, and he's fighting for his life, and just pow, pow, pow. It's not to say the movie itself doesn't have camera changes, because of course it's going to have to. But I remember that fight scene. It actually reminded me a lot of, like, a, a side-scrolling Mortal Kombat. You know, where, like, you know, they tried that whole 3D thing, but, you know, you have two people on each side, and you're on the same screen, just fighting the whole time. There's no camera cuts. There's no jump cuts. It's just, boom, we're just fighting, right? I remember thinking that was a really cool action scene. It didn't need a whole lot of explosions. It didn't need a whole lot of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It didn't need a whole lot of theatrics, you know, like, the theatrics were already there. Like, it was just those two just, like, memorizing this whole choreographed fight scene and then just doing it without having to, you know, and if they messed it up, they had to do it all over again. You know, like, that was solid. And again, I'll say this, I'll probably say this again later, but I know sometimes these cuts are for editing purposes and it's easier for the editors. Or maybe it isn't. You tell me if you're an editor. But I think maybe if there was a mistake, it's easier to cover it up. I understand that. But I think if they're going to pay billions of dollars to make these movies when that billions of dollars could be going to other places that need it, <laughs> you know, you might as well put a little bit more effort into your choreography and your camera work and not just jump around a bunch just for sake of, you know, needing, needing safety nets in your editing. Get your shit together, movies. Anyway, but also think about again. I'm I'm using this scene in, in Die Hard, right? But then think about like how any recent action movie, uh, superhero movies, are all the rage still. So think about think about any time anybody throws a punch in an Avengers movie. You know, even if it's just two people fighting back and forth. You know, when Thor and uh, Loki are fighting in one of the earlier movies, just cut. I punch camera cuts you punch camera cuts back and forth back and forth like to me that's like so disorienting especially if you got to sit close to the screen but i mean i get why they do it but i mean they have to do that because it keeps people's attention there's always something that's changing there's always a different angle there's something going on that has to keep your attention because apparently you're not invested enough in this movie to just watch a fight play out the way it is and you bet your ass if they had played a scene where this whole fight just took place on one 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 screen, one shot, and there was no movement, ugh, people would have flipped their crap. The, the closest to that that I've seen in a recent uh, superhero movie 
was I think in Civil War when um, when Bucky and Cap were fighting um, Iron Man uh, towards the end of the flick. But even that had a few. But still, that was the closest thing to a newer movie that I've seen that in. And why do they do that? Because we ha- they have to keep our attention. They ha- because we're so used to just being able to flip between things so quickly because we have access to a phone that's more powerful than anything NASA had back in the day uh, to do to do whatever we want. Um, get information the moment that we need it. We don't have to, you know, we have, we have Google. We can just look up whatever we want. Um, and I'm not saying that technology is bad. This isn't like me just preaching and saying, ah, everybody should throw away their phones. Although I do think we should step away from them once in a while. You don't have to take your phone to the bathroom, okay? Actually, I think that's a good discipline to not do that. <laughs> just go in there and do your business and get the freak out. People spend way too long on the toilet now because they're too concerned with watching whatever... I don't know, whatever it was that they were watching, or just having their phone in front of them to scroll through Facebook and not do anything about it. Um, you know, you can be away from it for a few seconds, people. Come on. Anyway, so think about um, think about this as well. So I was recently watching a video on YouTube uh, by a really cool uh, steampunk band called Steam Power Giraffe. And if you haven't heard of them, you're missing out. They're very uh, talented, very cool. Uh, a lot of fun story with them, uh, very interactive um, characters. And uh, anyway, so they filmed this uh, this music video where uh, one of the characters, he calls himself The Spine, uh, is singing this really cool, um, it's about a five minute, well it's about four minutes and some change long song. The video itself is five minutes. And he's on this stage and he's singing in the spotlight. And the camera, uh, the only thing that's on, the, on screen is him, like a little light, and a chair. And the camera, they did this really cool job where they filmed the whole thing in one big continuous shot. So the camera was just constantly, very slowly, panning around him as he was performing his song and his moves. And like he had like a little bit of dance choreography, kind of. Again, he plays like a robot character, so he's doing a lot of like fun robotic um, choreography and everything. And I was, I was like, man, I appreciate it so much. Like that was such a, a daring thing to do because there's no cuts. Like he had to do all of that. He sang the song, he did his dance moves, everything he needed to do, he did all in one continuous shot, which, if you think about it outside of yourself for a second, how cool was that, that, that he memorized all that and did all that, and, and if he made a mistake, they had to film it all over again. Like, I love that. I, I really appreciate the work that somebody puts in to their craft to do it that well. Um, but I read, any, a lot of people loved it. You know, this isn't one of those times where I'm like, oh, everybody's like, oh, I couldn't pay attention to it. But there was one, one comment that really stuck out to me that I thought, like, what the hell? Like, you don't see how good this is? And so one, one person was like, there weren't enough camera angles. I got bored. And I've never seen anybody put it so blatantly before <laughs> that they're so aware, like, I'm bored because you didn't change the camera angles. When there's this beautiful song that this guy's singing. And, and this really nice dance choreography, but because there's no camera angles, you got bored. And I'm thinking, what? Like, what's boring about this? And I know you can have your own opinion on that and everything. I'm not saying that you're wrong for how you feel, but I remember just feeling shocked in that moment, just thinking somebody was <laughs> very blatantly just said, I'm bored <laughs> because there's no camera angle changes. Um, I, gu- I guess just seeing a robot become self-aware, which ironically, that's a I guess I'd say coincidentally, that's a robot video, so I don't know. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing that jumped out at me. It's actually what sparked me to do uh, do like my own introspection and my own kind of research on, on this. And I say research loosely, but just like some ideas about like kind of where this all kind of, kind of comes into play. Um, 
And so then it got me thinking. I kind of played a game with myself. <laughs> See, I talk to myself and I play games with myself because I'm just, I'm that popular. Um, and uh, so uh, I thought, well, how many times do I touch my phone when, like, because I watch Hulu a lot and, you know, there's ads on Hulu for the most part. Um, and uh, so I thought, how many times do I grab my cell phone when a commercial comes on? Uh, you know, back before I had a cell phone, when the commercials come on, that's when you'd go to the bathroom, or that's when you would go and grab a snack, and you try to beat, beat the ads before, or you hear someone yell from the other room, the show's back on, or it's back on, you'd be like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, you know, you'd like leave half your sandwich like on the counter because you were trying to hurry back to the show, because um, you couldn't pause it. It was usually live TV and everything, uh, or at least a cable show, and uh, I thought. Uh, like, how many times do I grab my phone when the ads are playing? Because you can't skip them because they're all so clo- easy to do that. And uh, surprisingly, I found my hand on my phone a lot. And, like, I realized every time I went to grab it, anytime I at least looked at it, and not touching my phone. Like, so the thing was, I tried so hard not to grab my phone or even reach for it or look at it. And there was a part of me that, like, my chest was hurting. Like, it felt stressful. Like, I was angry. I felt like I was, like, um like paralyzed, like somebody just cast a spell on me. All of a sudden I couldn't move or I was strapped down. I was like, it took everything in my power not to look over at my phone and touch it. And I was like, man, how have I let this goddamn little brick just whip me? Ugh, I was so embarrassed for myself. No one was in the room. So I watch Hulu on my Xbox. So just in case you're wondering like, oh Adam, how are you watching Hulu and not on your phone? Um, you know, I was watching it on my Xbox uh, and my TV and um, yeah, I was really embarrassed about myself <laughs> that that had happened. So, um, or even hell, there's a couple of times I caught myself if it was a show that I've watched before, or sometimes I'll play like Family Guy, um, maybe as it gets late at night, uh, and I'll find myself while it's playing, still looking at my phone. I'm like, why can't I pay attention to one thing? Why do I have to have two things playing? And sometimes it's an ambient noise thing, but I just realized it's so easy to do that. And so now I'm more aware of it. I've always been more aware of it, but I don't know if I've been more aware of how often I, I've done it. Um, so when I'm hanging out with friends and I see that, like, if we're all getting together to watch a movie, how sometimes even during the movie, some of them are on their phones. I'm like, a movie? or hell, if I'm in a movie theater and I can see, like, down another rows, people have their phones out. Well, there's a, you paid $9 to get into this goddamn movie and you're not even going to look at it? Get the hell out of here. Not only is it rude for everybody else, but, like, you're also missing out on the movie. Then you're going to have to ask, oh, what happened? Like, get your shit out of here, man. But, like, I just realized that as much as I, ch- I, I try to feel like I'm not as whipped by my phone, uh, there are times that I, I'm, I'm just like everybody else, and I still do it. And it's like, man, it's a real kick in the nads when you realize that um, as much as I like to say that my phone doesn't control me, I control it, and I do. But, um, yeah, I, I realize there are parts of me that are just so used to doing that that it, I didn't realize how hard that was to not. Um so I just think it's something that's worth thinking about for yourself. You know, how often do you feel like you have to grab your phone every time? Um, uh, you know, I, I know I made an episode recently about dating apps, and I remember getting uh, getting a little annoyed anytime I saw when like uh, OK Cupid would have something that says like, "Oh, six things you can't do without." And anytime I saw a girl that had like my phone as number one, I'm like, Ugh. unless you're like a really busy businesswoman, there's no reason for you to say without my phone. Like you can't. I, it's just because they're so attached to it. And I thought, wow, you know, and I used to be really judgy about that until I realized that there are some parts of me that still can't quite step away from it, you know. Um, 
So, like, a fun little game that I play is to count how many times the camera jumps between people when I'm watching my favorite shows. Because also, again, as I was mentioning in fight scenes, sometimes when people are just having basic conversations, the camera jumps between, I'm talking, you're talking, I'm talking, you're talking, and it switches back and forth. And again, I know that that's also an editing thing where they'll do, I forget the name, it's like post... Like, you put something in post where, like, the, they'll have somebody, like, re-record a line that maybe wasn't clear or maybe, like, an extra line in case the other one doesn't fly with test audiences. So, again, I know that's also an editing tactic. Sometimes I think it's overused. Like, why can't people just have conversation on the camera without there being a cut? Like, there, 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 was a, um, there were a few episodes of old 90s shows where they would do that. Um, there was one uh, which is escaping me. Helen Hunt's in it, I think really crappy for not remembering the name of it but like they filmed the whole episode that way just all one continuous camera shot uh i just don't know why why those camera cuts have to be so often because i mean are people gonna get that bored like i was recently watching episodes of letter kenny which if you don't know what that is you should check it out um there's a lot of it in that too and i realized as much as i love the show and it's so witty and so fun um there's a lot of camera cuts anytime anybody new talks the camera has to focus strictly on them uh, editing reasons aside or not, like it, it hasn't always been that way, and I just I just been very I've been much more aware of it now, um, which is why I think I like Scrubs as much as I do because Scrubs also has those camera cuts, but it's it's all one camera, which is interesting, so that doesn't do it as frequently. Um, but just something else, you know, it's a fun little game to see see how many times that in in one scene, like one scene where people are talking, how often that camera cuts back and forth between their faces when when they talk. Um, which is why I think I appreciate shows like Whose Line Is It Anyway? Because for the most part, aside from like hoedowns and Irish drinking songs where they have to focus on one person doing their one bit, um, all those scenes are just one shot. They're all in front of the camera, the main camera, and they're just doing their scene. And it's hilarious. No one's complaining about it. Uh, just wish we had more of that. That's all. Um, but I get it because, like, you know, finally, one thing I kind of want to go over before I wrap up here, uh, I guess this isn't a shorter episode after all. I'm running on 17, 18 minutes now. Um, is like YouTube videos. YouTube's whole algorithm, you know, I, I, I'm an aspiring YouTuber, at least I've been trying for years and slowly gaining traction, but um, their whole thing is watch time. The whole algorithm now is based around watch time. So, you know, and, and one thing they train you on if you're part of any sort of influencer group trying to train on it is they say you have to keep the audience attention. You have to get it and then keep it because a lot of people will start watching a video and then they'll get bored and they'll just taper off and then like your video is playing to no one. Um, because they know how hard it is to maintain attention with hundreds of thousands of choices out there already for people to click through and find something else. Um, and again, with TikTok kind of resurging as the new vine, you know, it's, it's, it's even harder. And, um, you know, sometimes even if I'm watching a video of a subscription I already like, and it's like a, kind of a bland video, I'll think about those people. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to stick around longer because I know that it helps them. Because a lot of people say, oh, what can we do to help you? What can we do to help you? But if you're so it just pay attention just watch you know like that, that really is like the best thing that you can do aside from if you're if you're not already not already subscribed to them or have already liked the video but anyway that was just kind of something i've been thinking about and i realized that whether it's an actor uh, a youtuber uh you know just like a, a show that you're dedicated to that's been out for a long time or whatever is that people who typically pay the most attention are you pay the most attention to them when you have an emotional commitment to them. So you're more likely to stick around and pay more attention and to their to the media that they're on if you like them, if you want to know more about them, if you're interested in them, whether it's a video, a show, or a movie. And um, 
And I think there's something to that. I just thought that was kind of an interesting thing to think about is why do some big YouTube channels, like why are they continuously getting bigger? It's because people are invested in them. Um, or why are some shows like they have their diehard fans? It's because people are invested in them and they, they want to see what's next. They're, they want to see the development of these characters. Um, so I just thought that was kind of a, a, a an interesting thing I've been thinking about and I've been trying to be more aware of it myself. And um, now, is everything going to change overnight for me? No. I mean, is it the worst thing in the world? Probably not, but ADD is more common now. Um, and uh, some of it's a chemical thing, some of it's just a technological thing, I think. Um, but this is me coming from no medical or psychological background, so um, don't at me, as the kids say. But just think about that. I challenge you, if you've made it this far into this, this commentary, I challenge you to be aware of it, to count how many times, maybe if you're just watching a TV show at night or in the afternoon, whenever, how many times like during a commercial or maybe during a show that maybe you reach for your phone? Just something simple as that. Or hell, what's worse is count how many times you're tempted to grab it while you're in your car. Ooh. Or maybe if you're a passenger in a car, how uh, instead of like kind of trying to have a conversation with the person driving, how often are you just on your phone until the car rides over? Just something that might help you not only socially, but just physically because you're constantly looking down at your phone. That's terrible for your neck, man. I used to feel that when I played GBA a lot. Game Boy Advance back in the day. You guys remember Game Boys? I remember Game Boys. <laughs> Pepperidge Farms remembers Game Boys. Anyway, I'm just going to keep on dribbling about this because I could talk about it all day. It's just an interesting idea. I like I like talking about this kind of thing. I hope that if you've made it this far that you also like having this kind of conversation or at least maybe being a little bit more aware of these things. Uh, but if you made it this far, thank you again for getting here. Um, again, podcasting is a new thing for me, so even getting here, even just a few episodes in, has been quite a trek for me. So any any support I get is is really wonderful and really valuable, and I sincerely appreciate it. Um, so that's it for now. As always, sincerely, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I hope that you're taking care of your mind and taking care of your heart. And most importantly, I hope that you're taking care of each other and your loved ones and even perfect strangers. We all need somebody sometimes, so hopefully uh, somebody's making your day easier and maybe you're making their day easier and better too. So in the meantime, take care, friends, and I'll see you soon.